pick up some bridles. Uh, <laughs> hey, we, for a wedding. We, we got to go get invitations taken care of. The Kinkos. What? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> favors? What kind of party favors do you want for your wedding shower? <laughs> At the Elks Lodge. At the warehouse. Oh, she's going to join them back to her old ways. Right. Now she just had like a sort of uh, fake problem at James Spader's house. So now the director's saying, okay, she's going to try her new life, her old life out again, but of course it won't work. Right. I'm drinking. Oh, the people who died, oh, died. died. And that's died, the thing, like, died. you know, like people who died, died. I they were all my friends. I didn't think I was really partying yet. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, it was, that was amazing to me too. Like, oh, look, they're drinking. Oh. Yeah. Now, as kids do. Oh, that's he's, what happens. He's drinking oh, and driving, he's right? Chicks. Right. 30-second public service announcement, which warns against the dangers of drunk driving was scheduled to head of each print of this picture. So they threw in a PSA before they showed the drunk driving. Yeah. Well, I was all going to support this, but I didn't realize it. They should have had <laughs> Dude, it. Honestly, I'm show. hanging up right now. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know your podcast advocated drinking and driving, Mike. <laughs> well, I'm actually calling for the car right now. Hang on a second. Oh, look blug, who's blug, talking, blug. Anthony Quinn. Who advocates drunk driving, Anthony Quinn? Whoa, whoa, Carl. No, you and me both, buddy. You and me both. You know we're out there. Terror's on the road. You You know it. Get back to the movie, pal. (laughs) Okay, okay. Died, died. Oh, people who died, died. died. Eddie, I miss you most. And I salute you, brother. What song is this? I know this song. This is Jim Carroll. Oh, that's it. Okay. I like that song. Here's the prices. You know, I think I know from this song from this movie. Dollar seven for regular. A dollar seven, not five dollars. They're in Sherman Oaks. That's Southern California. That's around. Like Los I Angeles. said, 1984 Olympics was going on, and so they had to move it out to Reseda yeah. and other outward locations. Exactly. It makes sense. I remember cigarettes when I first started smoking when I was a kid. I don't smoke now. Dollar twenty-three. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's going right. to pee out the window. Looking at the camera, pee. that one. Ooh, Winchell's. I just was at a Winchell's. Still the same. Now, you know, why does he is... keep looking for taxis? He keeps looking for taxis, Mike. Well, is it because he knows that his father's a taxi driver? Yes. Now, do you remember in the beginning of the film, they had the mark at the bus station? Well, this is Kim's old ways, and she's going to do the Mark thing, but she's going to see that it's Matt, that it's the father. Oh, he just had dinner with. Doesn't the dad recognize her? They're running out of gas, so he's like, go hawk this watch. Like, I gave her that watch. It was a present. (laughs) Yeah, in L.A., you just go to a pawn shop if you need gas money and give them a watch, and then they're like, you know, it's the 21st century, right? Like, we don't... We don't know one buys watches anymore. So they're like, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to get a gallon's worth of gas from, from hawking this. 
So look, she's doing it. No stain on her dress, by the way. And right. she will see that it's the dad. How upright? He's having a coffee outside the tavern? He's not in the bar itself? Right. Yeah. Dad, you know, she's not a fan of her his father's comedy act. What a hack. <laughs> Thinks what he's a, a hack. hack. What a hack. Yes. Good acting. She's acting well here. Yes. Yes. Whoa. Uh oh, synthesizer. That mute the organ. Get a little backlight. A little. Uh oh. Now look at how cool Matt Clark is. He fights back. Dad's, well, you know, his dad was Secret Service or whatever the Leslie Nielsen story is. Was he? <laughs> you didn't know but it was he... airborne taxi driver and cab driver? That's like every action movie now. Let's beat up this guy. You didn't realize I was a XX secret, secret <laughs> operational like guy. Nobody? Like nobody? Miss, like nobody, yeah. You didn't now realize watch I this. got kicked out of the military. Wait, and I was airborne. Anthony, Anthony. Watch this overreaction. He kills or he he shoots twice. Yeah, why? Why? That's great. Yeah, why is he shooting him? I never saw Nick with a gun even before this. Now Nick does have a gun. It's been throughout, but we'll see this gun a lot in the end. All right. So now he leaves. He doesn't care if, if if Frankie stays with him now, right? Because he says, "Like, what the fuck did I just do?" He goes, "I know I you know. didn't like the dinner, but you didn't have to fucking shoot me." Now, Mike, when will you see the outlaw Josie Wales? When I know my wife's you... a bitch. That's also I know a my Netflix wife's a bitch, but Jesus, don't shoot me, man! <laughs> don't don't shoot it? me. Will you, you don't see it? about Mike? it? Do a podcast. I'll, I'll watch it, Carl. Well, he's prominent throughout it. That's why you should watch it. Oh, cool. Dad, can you hear me? <laughs> Dad, you all right? I'll be me. Like, you guys shot? You okay? I know you're in the Middle hospital. State, middle State's down right now. <laughs> it's a good time to hop in. <laughs> what? Huh? I don't know enough about real estate to like say any keywords. DPR. What the hell did you do? You just took your belt off? <laughs> yeah, that? man. It's a long movie. I can't. It's the second hour of Tough Turf. I had to take my belt off. Now, here this comes Brother. And here comes Brother, and we will see oh, the contrast oh, in how she behaves to the Brother, and that'll upset Vader. But then Kim will show up, and he won't give a fuck anymore. Kim comes, huh? Oh yeah. A little what, bit oh right, that's right. I guess the the wedding is off now. His I don't brother, know. They never I, talk about it. His brother does look like a freaking dork, though, doesn't he? Come on. They're all preppy. Oh, so weird. 
Where's your chick, Wait, bro? Maybe there's a wine stain. Look by her thigh. Okay. I think the internet was wrong with this continuity stuff. Look down the bottom right. Yeah, I saw that, but is is that a crest or is that a stain? That crease. Carl's obsessed with the stain. I am. I would say it's probably if they said it was there, it's probably there. Because it seems like the art direction in this is pretty um look, serious. Look, they're gonna kiss. Look. James oh, is in the shot for me to get a kiss. <laughs> I took this chick to a country club. I freaking sang her a song. I got beat yeah. up. My bike got broke. Everything. <laughs> Finally, my dad gets yep. shot, and I get a little peck. Look how they <laughs> show the bike, right? Like how far we've come from this little right. adventure. Still a reminder. Now, if you would like to see um, Kim Richards' boobs, you're gonna, but you're not. It's a body double. Okay. Oh, they switched the old boobs on us. What? Yeah. Dude, honestly. I think I knew it all these years. That's why I felt so betrayed. <laughs> Spader does his sing. There's body doubles in this movie. That's right. That's the lies. Foundation of my youth is fucking shattered, dude. That's 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 why. Yeah. That's why I didn't go to college, man. This fucking movie, dude. That's why I couldn't make it in community college, dude. <laughs> they should movie. call this movie Tough Titty. They should. <laughs> Good one, Mike. You want to see Kim's boobs, Tough Titty? Standard. It's plural, Mike. No, I'm saying like tough titty. You're gonna see the body double. But see, like they have like look. I used to do lighting like stuff. Like look at the lighting on her hair and stuff. It's very cinematic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Almost Isn't not a Vaseline look. Don't Almost they call not... it the Vaseline. Like like you're smearing Vaseline on the uh, lens to make you look good. I don't know if they did that technique, but I know what you're talking about. They used to do that a lot in Star Trek and other TV shows. Try yeah. to make it uh, uh the the make it flash, right? You're talking about, yeah. No, it makes it soft looking, as if she's a a dream. Like yeah, they yeah, and they say sometimes pantyhose. They used to do like sometimes tricks with. These are not oh. James Spade's hands. James Spade's hands. Good, good question. A uh, good. I wonder, Mike. I wonder. No, I never. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen Joe Dirt too, but the the movie logo. Sorry to talk about Joe Dirt too during the scene. It's a spade. It says Joe Dirt, and then there's a spade with a number with a letter two number two in it. And I'm like, why? What reference does Joe Dirt have to do with a spade? Other sense. than David Spade plays his plays him. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, of course. That's that's got to be it. That's got to be it. So it's a movie that referenced the star by having an icon of the star's last name. How was Joe Dirt too? Oh, you got to see it. It's one of the great bad movies. It's just like it. It's uh, he's on Dennis Miller's show talking about something, and then someone else is talking about something, and it's all flashbacks. It's really poorly done. I'm really not the biggest David Spade fan. I don't mind him. I think he's funny. I don't mind him. But I don't, um, you know, I don't like get off I didn't on, really, on, on hearing that he did stuff. Yeah, no, talented. I hear you. He's talented, yeah, I, but, you know, if I never saw Netflix him movie. in anything again, it'd be fine with me. He did a Netflix movie <laughs> where he's dating and he dates this crazy woman. And I'm like, why do I want to watch David Spade dating people? Like, yeah, it's not yeah, top of my list, you yeah. know. 
Dozer 2 is was a Crackle original. You would have to go to the streaming app Crackle, which is owned by Sony, to see the movie. And it is one of the piss poor sequels of, of anything I've seen. It's really bad. Really? Wow. I mean, yeah. the first movie really wasn't, you know. The first movie cult. breaks it breaks the rule of having him covered in shit where they hate the main character so much, even though they're trying to make a movie franchise out of them. Like Listen, he gets we're missing the film now. Oh yeah, he's there's a big fight. He's so, kicking. He's kicking her ass. He has now had sex with James Spader, and he knows it. So he's furious, and we're seeing the real Nick. He's beating up the father. Yeah. Oh, did he? he oh, this is the, the father owns the liquor store. Right, and they uh, they live in the apartment above. Oh, this is her family store. Yeah. He was reading the magazines, even though the sign said not to. That was a different flick. Oh, uh, just now, uh, maybe you're... This guy's like, ooh, made myself some tea. I just got some. (laughs) You know, most high schoolers make tea. (laughs) I just got me some something. (laughs) Silesial seasonings. This is when you had to be home to get calls and shit. So this is Meet Me at the Warehouse, the same warehouse where we saw Jim Carroll. Yeah, yeah, I knew oh, it yeah. was finale, yeah. Oh, dial tone. But I, but I, you play one finger, damn it. Okay, Every now, movie, right? Now the script has a chance for the brothers to get together and the brother to help James Spader out of this terrible predicament, but they don't do it. Yeah, or the brother gives some kind of dad-like advice. Yeah, something like that. What happens is the brother just dumps on him, and then he's like, you just try to stop me. And the brother steps aside. I really think they missed an opportunity. Rubik's Pyramid. See that? Look, he's got his paint paint gun. Got my laser tag. He had a Rubik's Cube variation. Do you think James Bader could take this dude? Well, the dude thinks he could because he steps aside. Yeah, I think he could too. <laughs> the hard They overdid it a little bit with that cardigan. I'm sorry. Yeah. They overdid it just a tad. You know what I'm saying? Like really, like I, I would have got it. I would have got you didn't have to go that far. You didn't have to just like make him like that. You know, I get it. He's from Connecticut. Okay. Now watch the brother. Look, he's got a can of beer. Check it out. Yeah. Beer. Oh, that's like Repo Man beer. It is, like food. No frills. Pathmark has so the no frills So he goes to get Robert Downey Jr. instead of his brother to help him. But Robert Downey's not there. So he's like, give him this note to meet me at the warehouse. Oh, that's that's Downey Jr.'s brother. I got brother. You. It's the only time we see him. I think this is poorly put together. They allude to him. They allude to him. That's how he got the car earlier. Right. They, right. That's right, yeah. Okay, uh, it's warehouse time. It's finale time. They're going to take their time with the finale, but we're going to get a lot of action right here. Oh, and it, this hey, is like Donkey wow. Kong. The more fun 80s dance fighting. Awesome, man. I, <laughs> she, she's ho- held hostage, right? She, they, Bowser kidnapped the princess, and he has to yes. go save her? Yes. 
is being Stop held. Stop tagging up. everything. We live here. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Give me a spray can. <laughs> Why'd you give me a spray can indoors if you don't want me to tag the warehouse? Also, he's the only guy who thought I should tag this warehouse, obviously. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that place is pretty fucking cool. Let's, I was thinking we could do a mic there. <laughs> <laughs> right, you were looking, where can I place the mic? I could place it over there. I could put it there. You don't want that palladium, that four-sided uh, stage to perform. You, you have to do it in the round. You know? Dude, we'll cry a mic. Maybe we'll do some shows there. You know what I mean? Come on. Let's do it, man. Fuck. I would have two two mics. I would have a mezzanine show going where it will be longer sets. And then... Uh... <laughs> yeah, dude. I think that's that's a comedy space right there. I don't know, man. That's going to be rough. The audience is going to want to respond. <laughs> they want to be involved. You're going to want to dance around or, or play horns. <laughs> uh, oh, what did you say? I loved you. And you had me with me. Now, you know movies where they just punch a guy and poof, he's knocked out. They will right. do that now. The magic concussion. I th th you know what? I think he's been some other stuff too, right, Nick? Uh, Nick was he in must. very little. Nick was an '80s person. He was in. He was born in Newark, New Jersey, so he's got that going for him. Saints I, I was. Sinners, he was in Saints and Sinners, nineteen ninety four, Double Team ninety seven, and The Quest in ninety six. His mm. name is Paul Monet's. So he isn't a big deal, you know? He just... Yeah, yeah I, I had him confused in my memory. I thought it was this other guy from some other 80s film that I can't think of. Um, I think some, he looks uh, like Adam Ann. Some Hispanic guy. I thought it was like some Hispanic guy. Now, you see the Cole Brothers Circus. Due right. to budget constraints, they couldn't afford Ringling Brothers. Wow. So this I mean, wasn't just happened to be in the warehouse they used. They actually put this stuff up. No, I'm I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, I got you. Are it you just seems like the, the space Ringling Brothers? Or were you joking about the Ringling Brothers? I was Brothers? joking. Uh, Cole Brothers is like, yeah, we'll be in your film. It's free publicity. Yeah, that right. And Ringling Brothers back in the day at Madison Square Garden. That was fun. Now, There's a lot of signs the, in this. You hear him say faggot, Mike. No, I didn't hear it. I didn't know the sound. Oh, I heard faggot. Yep. Oh no! Oh no! I didn't see the sign. Yeah, there was definitely a faggot. Hmm. Whoa! Kim He's won't stand for this. She's got to stop him. Do do. All right, shoot now. I got a 50-50 chance. His, his rope perfectly goes to exactly where it needs to. I mean, Nick, there's and other fish off. in the sea. Then he hops off. off. There's other fish in the sea, dude. You don't no, know. She might not like this her. guy. Shoot your dad. I got to shoot your dad for this girl. She might not like this girl. Okay, they had sex. Whatever. That's what human beings do, pal. 
That's how babies get made. Guys, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll meant to be. It's meant to be, Nick. You don't have to do all this, like, run people over, shoot them, do this, break their bike, beat the women, beat their dad, shoot this guy's dad. You don't have to do that stuff. Okay, now, it looks very bad for Jim Spader. We really need the cavalry right about now. Right. Well, those henchmen always have power, outnumber him, outpower him. Uh -oh. Doesn't like uh, Robert Downey Jr. come drive through with something or something? He comes with you, his you dog. See... Yeah. This oh. is it. James Spader's getting killed. <laughs> sure wish we had the cavalry. Nikki, no! Oh, no. Oh, right in the thigh. The only okay place to get oh, shot. Right in the thigh. God, he didn't shoot one of those dogs, man. People would have, we would have never saw this movie. <laughs> now, that's this a Dover and Pinscher, right? That's not an yes. 80s pit bull. Yes, that's the 80s pit bull. But, well, it started in the 70s, right? Those no, are Rottweilers. Yeah, those that's are what I'm saying. Dover Are you sure? Rottweilers are thicker, you know? They look like Rottweilers. Can't really yeah. see them. It might be well, Doberman. Now look, Tim's gonna cock the gun. Nothing now it's happened. not cocked. Now it's cocked. Now it's not cocked. Cock tease. <laughs> now it's cocked. Yeah, it didn't work out. How's that going, Andy Sandberg? Now it's going. Oh. Oh. Awkward. Oh. She was going to shoot him, though. That's pretty cool. I know. That's the thing. You can see it on him. He's like, oh, shit. I would have shot you dead. Uh-oh. Ow! Oh. oh. Cool. Right in front of Santa, too. Yeah. Ooh, gave her a punch. Wow. Man, I got to hire this guy. He knows how to punch a chick. I got a few chicks I know that need to get punched. Oh no, there's a nail on it. This movie's so boring. Nikki, uh, well, Nikki, I know ending. you. We're ending. Board, board, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah, I'm the chairman <laughs> of the board. Oh, that wrong guy, right? Is that Jim Carroll as well? <laughs> I'm bored. Come on, come on, badass. Oh. Oh. Something. There he is. I wonder how many leather jackets they had with the slash thing. They right. probably had at least a couple of them. And yeah, I think right, you were right, Anthony, that it was not a continuity error. It was just the light. 
Yeah. All right. I, I, I would be very surprised if they just had one jacket that he always wore. Because it seems like he's in a lot of scenes with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Sure, he's riding his bike in it. Or maybe they doctored it after every cut, you know, or after every, you know, after every uh, uh, switch around when they switch, you know, switch around for the next shot. Yeah. You use state of the art. Like to make the, the costume people doctor it. But I would imagine they had at least a couple. Oh. Oh. He's a tiny, he likes a good punch. This one's for Danny Ducky. Hey, he's oh, a tiny, he likes a good, uh, you know, likes a good bolognese. Pretty so, in pink. Some kind of, Pretty in the, pink. That Ducky movie, right? The yeah. one with Molly Wingwald and uh, well, Howard Vader. the Duck. I remember Howard the Duck. No, no, no. not Howard the Duck. The, Let's the stay on the film, guys. We're almost done. Now, look, I like Howard the Duck. defeated I... Nick. It's over. But you know a film, there's got to be a second right. challenge at the very last second. I need a shock scare at the end. Oh, you know, yeah, that's a Doberman. Yep, you got it. You're right. Yeah. That one is anyway. Look out! Look out, Morgan! Oh, no, Terminator, he's still alive. <laughs> Every film. Every film. Fuck you, asshole. Whoa, punch it three times. Triple punch. <laughs> now you see that rope right, will good. be Yeah, make sure the teenager's still. dead. <laughs> now this rope is going to be still, the and then off. Oh, boy, I tell you. It falls what? It goes zip? Never mind. Doesn't matter. It's all over now. All right. That's a bummer. And you know why? Because we heard. <laughs> Almost done with the movie, Carl. Okay, we're done. Now we're going to see it? a big dancey ending. More J uh, Jack Mack and the heart attack? Yes, right. Got matching shirts. Do, do, matches shoes. Now they're like, hey, isn't that sweet? The girl we saw dancing on the tables. Yeah, we're high schoolers. Yeah, I would watch these high school movies. Man. And it would be like, not only... They're, they have cars and they're drinking and driving and they got they got liquor and a car. That's All right. right. Is this like the next night? <laughs> Did they just clean up and go out and party? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I mean. It's like it's sort of tacked on ending. So you get the credits rolling. No, but the thing Anthony is, Quinn, what a pleasure to have you back in the show. What'd you think of this movie? Dude, I thought what were you gonna say about the ending, Carl? Uh, just that at the end of the situation in the warehouse, we should have seen him and James Spader cementing their love and doing a big hug and, right. you know, let's get married or something. But instead, we got this tacked on dance. They cheesed number. out. They cheesed yeah. out. Maybe they ran out of money. I think they went out on a date afterwards to indicate they're in love. And honestly, with this kind of movie, does it even matter if they do that at the end? I mean, I might be with them on that. Okay. You know? Oh. I don't know. So what did you think of the movie, Quinn? Uh, I thought it was okay. You know, I thought, um, I don't remember being as annoyed by the dancing and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. As a kid. I don't, I don't remember, like, being as annoyed by that when I was a kid. Um, but I thought it was pretty decent, you know? Um... You know, 
I think it's a watchable movie. I don't think it's a, a like I said. I don't think it's really art. I wouldn't say this is a, um, you know, I wouldn't tell my, you know, I wouldn't necessarily tell my son to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend right. it. But... I wouldn't recommend it, but you know, it, it it means something to me. It has sentimental value. Yeah. So um, watching it and talking about it, um, you know, I enjoyed it. I got a kick out of this it. This movie does have scent. It stinks. Do you, uh, do you, what'd you think, Carl? The truth is, I think this was a good film. I think they did everything they were supposed to do. Yeah. I think they messed up the script, and I think they messed up the way end. But other than that, you know, and James Spader and uh, Robert Downey Jr. would go on to be big, big friends from this film. Yeah. Oh, they're, oh, you know, the only friends. thing I can add is interesting yeah. to see Jim Carroll play himself in this movie. I was not expecting to see Jim Carroll in this movie. Yeah, was I was bugging out about that. Yeah. That's because yeah. he's dead now. Jim Carroll's dead now. He oh, he wrote a song about died, it. Died, died. What? He's Including a me. Who died. They and were me. all me. They and died. I died. <laughs> hey, I'm a person who died. died. That's, his, that's his big hit, uh, Anthony. That's what made yeah, him yeah, yeah. successful. Yep. Yep. That and writing yep. basketball diaries. Playing basketball was another big deal for him. Anthony, where yeah. can people find more about you? Like, let them know online, in um, person. If you just listen loud enough, you can, if, you know, he's loud if, enough. If you, you have a him. white castle near your house, just, like, go there <laughs> twice castle. a week, and there's a real good chance you might see me. Um, you might hear and, you and, say, six cheese. <laughs> buy me, a, just buy me a burger or some clam strips, and uh, we can be friends forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can, um. Yeah. My my Instagram is the dot Anthony Quinn. I have two podcasts, Quinspiracy, uh, and I have a Food Addict. Um, they're both audio, and uh, I've been doing them for years now. I'm pretty fucking good at it. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Yeah, cool. we we're agreeing with that. Well, um, all right, cool. So it's Food Addict, and what's the your Quinspiracy? And uh, you can you can see um, you can contact me on Instagram the dot Anthony Quinn. If you go to Facebook, you search Anthony Quinn. There'll be a bunch of them. I'm the good looking one. Okay. Oh, the right? actor. The actor. I'm I'm this guy right here. Um, and it's please... not a picture of a cacti. It's Anthony. Just look for the <laughs> Anthony Quinn. who's not a picture of a cacti or some. Stupid and everybody, guy. join his group on Facebook. And uh, everything, Anthony everything Quinn. Anthony Quinn. Everything Anthony, Anthony Quinn. Yeah, I haven't really been pushing that much, but um, you know, we're gonna do that, you. and I'll, I want to start. Uh, I'll probably do a, a YouTube channel eventually called Everything All Anthony right. Quinn, or something like that. Instagram the dot Anthony Quinn. Start off your world there. There'll be links to more stuff, and check out Quinspiracy on your podcast. If you just put Anthony Quinn comedian, Anthony Quinn podcast, any of that stuff, I'm all over the place. I own this Love motherfucker. It. Perfect. Thank you, Anthony, so much. Thank you guys Carl, so, much, you so much, man. I had a great time, dude. I had a great time. Good I'm sorry. Choices. Come back again. We'll be back Whoa. next week. You're going to listen to us on Mutiny Radio. Stream first. Donate to Mutiny Radio via Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Listen to our podcast. Subscribe at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And finally, we're on the YouTube. See the video version on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T channel. See you guys. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. With Mike Spiegelman, watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. I, I'm Mike's friend who wrote this song.
are here but uh, that's you know how it goes uh it's friday night is time for the happy hour could be the last happy hour ever of mutiny radio could be could be all right it's the same as it always is four minute sets you'll hear a horn and uh it's kind of exciting we have ian levy back in town from new york so All right, everybody, clap your hands together for your first comedian. It's Dan Lewis. How's it going, guys? Okay. Catch the breath, get settled in here. I don't know how to, I never know how to start. A lot of people have like these look-like jokes, you know, like I look like this. I don't really look like anything. I'm pretty much a kind of a blank person in a way. The only thing I ever get is sometimes people are like, you look like uh, Jason Statham get that one a lot which is kind of like I don't like it because it it's sort of sort of like saying you look like a worse Jason Statham right no one's ever like oh, you look like a more handsome Jason Statham no one ever does that and if they do they're kind of insulting you in other ways inadvertently right it's like no one's gonna be like you know what you look like a more handsome uh, uh, Jason Statham uh, you know what he should be uh, working at Panera Bread actually and you should be the movie star anyways but it is hard yeah I got uh 
I do. Once in a while, I'll walk somebody. So in comedy, obviously, you guys all know. Somebody gets up and leaves during your set. That's walking the person. Uh, this happened to me the other day. It was a small child that I walked. And uh, the parents told me that was his first steps, actually. They were like, thank you. They were crying. It was amazing. Okay. Probably shouldn't do jokes about how bad I am at comedy. That's not good. Okay. Guys, I think uh, too much of the online porn is kind of distorting my idea of reality. You know, it's like uh, I was driving near uh, UC Berkeley campus the other day, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll see some, you know, some hot college girls or something. And then I saw them, and they looked really young. It was, I was like, ew, it was kind of gross, actually. Because hot college girls, I was picturing like a, a full-grown lady with like, uh, you know, pigtails and uh, C-section scar and all that stuff. Uh, and braces, too, for some reason. That's what I was picturing. This explains my, uh, my disappointment and surprise last night uh, when my pizza delivery guy didn't quite have the big juicy cock that I was expecting. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Guys, I have a wrapped 23andMe test in my house. I don't want to take it. My friend bought it for me. And I'm not, I don't know if I'm interested. I was talking to another friend of mine about should I do it. He says, whatever you do, don't take that test. Do not take that test. I was like, why? He said, because that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. Guy who killed 13 people. His advice for not being like the Golden State Killer, uh, don't take the test, not don't kill 13 people. He's like, he's like, look, man, I don't know how the rest of your life is going to go. Taking the test is something you can control. So good advice for anybody, actually. Uh, you, know, you miss a period, don't take the test, ladies. COVID symptoms, don't take the test. Whatever you do. If you have already killed 13 people, I agree, don't take the test. And also maybe kill one more person, because 13 people, that's got to be bad luck. Uh. I don't know why Santa hasn't been canceled yet. I feel like he should be canceled. First of all, he disproportionately benefits white people. That's not cool. And uh, Also, he, uh, it's kind of weird. It's like there's this whole idea that if you do all your chores and everything, uh, be nice to your sister, be nice to your brother, do all your chores. In the end, it only comes down to your parents' annual uh, income. It's sort of like, I think, a little weird. Also, he only has little people working for him. That's a red flag right there. You go into Ikea, and you see a little person working there, no big deal. You see two, you're like, maybe a coincidence. If everyone working there is a little person, you're going to be like, I am never coming back here again, nor am I ever going to Sweden, just to be safe. For the record, and uh, you guys, I thank you for listening here today. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Dan Lewis, everyone. Dan Lewis. Hey, keep your hands clapping for your next comedian, everybody. It's Amy Stringer. witches get a bad rap i think they're they're just they're just always having a good time they're always like <laughs> my witch sorry um witches yeah they get a bad rap i think i don't think much has changed since the salem witch trials they're just living their best life and uh yeah maybe they ate a kid or two but only the fucking annoying ones that deserved it You know, they went exploring, and, and then they, what they say, it's what witches say. Double, double, toil and trouble. Fuck around and find out. 
not coming to them. Um, I'm a I'm a twin. I have a twin sister. We're fraternal. Yeah, I don't care either. Um, I get that a lot when I say, you know, I'm a twin. Usually people are really excited. They're like, oh, so you look just alike. And I'm like, no, we're fraternal. And they go, oh, so you're just normal roommates then. Okay. Uh, but we, uh, when we were born, my mom, she had to have a C-section. And um, I was the one who was supposed to be born first. But somehow my sister, you know, in the kerfuffle of everything, she like wiggles out over me, kicks me in the face, and flips me off as she's being carried away by the doctor and is born first. And then she hurt her foot when she stomped the trust out of my heart and she had to spend some time in the NICU, the, the neonatal intensive cunt unit where she belongs. I um I I dated men most of my life, but but recently I, I experimented dating women for the first time, and that was that was fun. I wasn't good at it though. Like um, there was a learning curve I wasn't expecting. Like like for the first like the first time I was really hooking up with a woman, and um, I tried so hard, but I couldn't take her bra off, and. I know how to do mine, but on her it was just a different angle. And um yeah, and then I just felt so bad for all the men I have judged so harshly ever since I was a teenager. If a guy, you know, fumbled even for a second trying to take my bra off in my head, I'd be like, okay, amateur. But I just had never walked a mile in their hands. I what's worse is though I, I couldn't find her clit. I know how I know how mine works, but on her it was just a different angle. I wasn't expecting so many folds. Like I was down there and I was like, ooh, what library is this? Let's see. brought a bookmark. She was like, okay, amateur. And I'm like, shh, we're in a library. Sorry, I didn't know I was signing up for an origami class. I don't know. I didn't make her come, but I did make a lovely swan. Thank you. Amy Stringer, everyone. And her cunty baby. <laughs> that's a funny, that's funny. A, a baby is a Okay, your next comedian. <laughs> Put your hands together for Art Geisten. Hello, everybody. Ooh, you got some gifts for me? What's going on there? Sure. How you guys doing? Let's give it up for Pam one time, huh? Yeah. So, guys, I'm single. If you're wondering, I also never made women come before, so Patreon. Guys, so I'm single, I've, um, and the thing is, I like to date women that are out of my league. But the good thing is I'm bald and short, so that's most women. A big pool to choose from. It's weird being bald because I'm the only bald person in my family. That means there was nobody there to teach me things like how to shave your head. Are you supposed to put sunscreen on top of your head? 
or that skinheads is not a support group for bald men? What the fuck? Up. I'm gonna try some new jokes today, guys. Um, thank you. Yeah, I need a little encouragement, you know. Fake a couple of laughs and shit. I'm all for enabling women to penetrate male dominated career fields. Like, there is no reason why we shouldn't have more female software engineers. No reason at all. But there's some jobs that I think we should leave for men. For example, if I take a fat shit and I clog the toilet, I don't want a hot blonde named Rebecca to show up with a plunger to fix it. I just feel like a plumber should look like somebody that could cause a plumbing issue. I don't know. We're trying. We're trying. My mom clogged the toilet? Oh. Must hide it well. I, cl I clog it and fix it a lot. So I have a lot of experience. I might become a plumber. Um, I'll tell you guys a story. When I was in my early 20s, I got arrested and I went to jail. Which sounds badass, but it's stupid. Because I got arrested in San Francisco for weed. Granted, at the time it was illegal, but saying you're not supposed to smoke weed in San Francisco is kind of like a warning label on a product that everybody ignores. Like, have you ever bought a box of Q-tips and it says you're not supposed to use Q-tips to clean your ears? What's going to happen? You're going to damage your eardrum? Stupid. But here's the stupider part of the story. I didn't get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. You know how embarrassing it is at getting arrested by a campus cop? That's like getting suspended by a substitute. Because are they even allowed to do that? Apparently they are. Here's the stupidest part of that story. I wasn't even a student at SF State. I was just driving by. Here's what happened. I was driving. I had weed in the car. I get pulled over. And I thought I was going to get away with it because a few days before, I watched this YouTube video that taught you how to deal with cops. It was all about knowing your rights. I thought I was ready. Cop walks up to me. He says, do you know why I pulled you over? I remember the video. They tell you, don't admit your guilt. So I said, no, officer, I do not. He smells the weed in the car. He goes, can you get out of the car? I'm going to search it. Again, I remembered the video, and I said, sorry, officer, I do not consent to your search. You're going to need a warrant for that. thought I was getting him. Then he goes, get the fuck out of the car. I'm going to pull you out. I didn't know what to do because when I was watching the video, I fell asleep halfway through. So I didn't get to this specific scenario, so I had to get out of the car. I was sitting on the curb. He called for backup. A couple of more cop cars pulled up. This time, real cops, SFPD. This is how I imagine he called for backup. He was probably like, Hey, this is campus cop. I made an arrest. I'm going to need backup. And the cop on the other line must have been like, are you even allowed to do that? I was in the cop car going to jail, and the cop kept asking me a hell of questions. But I remember the video. I must have woke up again from my nap. I remember this part. They said, don't answer the questions because they could use it against you in court. So I wasn't saying nothing to him. He got real annoyed at me. He goes like, what are you, deaf or something? I said, sorry, officer. I must have damaged my eardrum. Thank you, guys. Yay, Art Galveston. I, I also use Q-tips to clean my ears. Also, they're the best way to pick your nose. All right. Yeah, you can, if you have boogers in your nose, use a Q-tip. It's the best way to dig those little motherfuckers out. Uh, your next comedian is joining us all the way from New York City. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. <laughs> Go here are my new jokes. 
I um I recently learned uh, you're not supposed to use the term uh, homeless anymore. Now the politically correct term is unhoused, uh, which feels a little bit like being on the Titanic and being like we're sinking, and someone's like, I think you mean unfloating. And it's like, well, we got bigger issues. But I, you know, I wanted to get it right, you know. So that I, I actually asked a homeless person. I said, "Would you rather be called homeless or unhoused?" And he bit me. So it feels like, ah, oh, you know, I still want to. I was like, nah, once for yes, you know, feels for okay. Nope, not feeling that. That's fine. It is kind of crazy. Also, what are we supposed to call the shelters now? That's what an unhoused shelter. Uh, that doesn't sound like much of a shelter. I mean, I got to be honest. You know, you got to be like, hey, it sounds like uh, the outside. Just be like, hey, I'm going to send you to this new unhoused shelter. It's going to be nice. There's trees and a sandbox and a slide. It's like, are you sending me to the park? Like, what's happening? Okay, there we go. San Francisco is a crazy place. I uh, One of my favorite stories of this, maybe my favorite story of this place, is you guys might not remember, but a few years ago, uh, they were going to build a, a homeless shelter in kind of an affluent neighborhood. And the people in that community, they came together and they actually raised $70,000 to hire an attorney to fight the homeless shelter being built, uh, which is just amazing, really. I mean, just just imagine. I, what I want to know is what did the homeless people think when they heard that? Just like, you had 70000 I only ever asked for one. Like, that's crazy. You can't just, you didn't give me that. And the most, I, I, I met one of the, the people, I met the guy, I, I can't remember his name, but he was in a restaurant. And it was the main guy who illustrated, who, 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 started the, the the raising money to fight the homeless shelter and I came up to him and I was like how dare you do this to the homeless people in San Francisco and he said uh, you should call them unhoused and I was like you son of a bitch you know he's got that's not the point okay uh, there we go there's that um I'm not very uh, uh I don't know I, I was on a date recently I had this happen I was on a date and in the restaurant a um uh, me and this woman were, were getting drinks and this guy came into the bar and the woman uh, kept looking over at this guy, and I asked her. I said, "Do you uh, do you know that guy?" I said, "Yeah, that's actually a that's my stalker. Uh, I don't know how he found me, but he's constantly sending me very threatening messages, also threatening anyone I'm romantically involved with." Uh, so I told I was like, "I'll deal with this." So I went up and I said, "Hey, buddy, listen. Uh, I don't know this woman. Okay, I just <laughs> met her online." I have no real connection, okay? We're not friends. In fact, I'm going to leave. Let me buy you a round of drinks. I didn't know you had dibs, but, you know, okay. So I've got, I'm not brave. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I come from a long line of cowards, so I can't deal with. If you have a stalker or a family curse or something, tell me that before we go out for drinks, you know, because I'm not going to stick around. You know, I'll meet someone else. You'll die, but, you know, that's fine with me. I don't care. I, I want to live, you know? I feel like there's always these movies of, like, people who are brave, you know? They're, they're always like, oh, there's some bandits. Let's go form a posse and go down to the old corral and have a shootout. And what they never show in the movies is the person who's like, let's just give the bandits what they want, you know? And that's where my family comes from. So that's, okay, there we go. I, um, I don't, uh... I like movies. I watch a lot of movies. And as I get older, uh, there's there's a very specific genre of movies. It's There's only really one movie that's made for, like, men in their, their 30s and up. And it's all it's the same fantasy, no matter what the setting. It's a what if you could solve your problems with violence. That is every every movie that's made for me. It's just like, imagine it, because it, it turns out, as you get older, it's not fun to do the right thing. Like, the right thing is always de-escalate. You know, if someone's, like, mad at you, 
You got to be like, oh, let's calm down and use our adult, you know. But in your head, you're like, yeah, fuck it, you know. Like, you want to beat them up and stuff. My main fantasy isn't even fighting, like, tough. I fantasy. I watch Karen videos on TikTok of just women being like, you can't park here. And I just picture being like, fuck it, you know. Like, that's my, that's my main, how I take out my aggression. Okay, thank you. Uh, there we go. I, uh, I don't know. I've been on dating apps a long time. Too long. Uh, it's you, so you end up, you start following people's lives. That's how long I've been on. You, you see them grow, you know, you're like on there and you're like, oh, wow, Jennifer, she finished law school. Like, good for her. Like, that's really impressive. You know, it's crazy. And then you're like, swipe, and up, oh, it's still a no. Okay, I guess she, I wouldn't date me if I was a lawyer either. You know, <laughs> fair enough. But, and you're like, oh, no, Amanda, she's drinking again. That's not good. I thought we moved past this. And, uh, oh, man, it's a match. She really has hit rock bottom. So that's not... <laughs> Good at all. Okay, guys, that's been my time. Thank you. Ian Levy, everyone. A triumphant return. San Francisco. All right. Your next comedian is the head honcho over at Milk Bar. Put your hands together for Connor Marshall. I never got my food, this one? Can I use this one? This one? This one? This one? This works. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good? Right on. What's up? Hello, hello. My name's Connor. Uh, been having a rough week. Been having a hard time sleeping. I've been having night terrors. I got myself uh, one of those white noise machines. Plays Coldplay albums. Okay, all right. First joke. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, my dad is a Vietnam vet. Saved animals during the Vietnam War. Okay, all right, okay. No, he was actually in the Vietnam War. He was a uh, Vietnamese baby. Um, and his dad was an American soldier, which I think makes my grandmother a prostitute. That works, okay, all right. Sorry, Grandma, okay. Uh, my dad is a lot darker than me. He's a lot darker than me, so this would happen all that. When I was a kid, people would think I was kidnapped all the time. Um, which is weird. I remember the first time it happened, I was in the grocery store and this lady came up to me and she grabbed my arm and she's like, excuse me, do you know who this man is? And I was like, get the fuck off me, bitch. Stranger danger, why are you touching me, right? Uh, and then I had to go over to my dad and be like, hey dad, why did that lady just ask me if I knew who you were? And he had to lean over and explain to me that that lady is racist. She only sees color, she doesn't see, or faces look exactly the same. Uh, so now when I see kids who like look different, than their parents, like they'll get a different shade or just like look different. I like have an affinity for those families. It like feels good. I'm like, oh, that's cool that two different looking people had a kid that looks even weirder, right? Uh, but it makes me wonder if I've ever walked past a kidnapped kid and thought, this is beautiful. I love this. This is so nice. Take it, take it, take it. Uh, been in San Francisco eight years now. Yeah. Trying to be progressive. So I got myself a boyfriend. Thank you. The girl. I just like to call her my boyfriend. She thinks that's funny. I think it's funny to Dutch oven her. She does not think that's funny. I think that's funny. We're both laughing. I'm kidding. We broke up. She was a monster. Uh, we were in an open relationship. Yeah. If you guys don't know what that is, that means I was open to finding a better relationship. Very San Francisco. 
No, I do have a girlfriend. She actually just got diarrhea. I don't think we're going to keep her. Uh, I'm actually a single dude right now. A single guy. Recently had a pregnancy scare. Yeah. There's a pregnant lady hiding in my closet. I actually do have a girlfriend, you guys. I do have a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend is a bitch. Um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. She hates when I use that word. My wife is a bitch, you guys. My boyfriend hates that joke. My husband loves it, though. So I got to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Keep it loves. I'm a single guy right now. Uh, single dude at the moment. Yeah. Recently had sex with a vegan girl. He had an impossible pussy. Okay, so that other pussy, I was just hungry an hour later. Does that make sense? Wasn't very filling. All right, that's a good joke. Okay. All quiet. You guys are all going like this. Like, I don't know if I should. I don't know. All right. Uh, I'll end on this one. Fuck it. Uh, I'm going to have a gender reveal party next week. Yeah, not having a baby. I just want to show my friends my penis. So. Okay, my name is Connor Marshall. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Bye. Connor Marshall, everyone. Go check out all the shows at Noel Kate's Debates and Wednesdays and Thursdays, all kinds of good shows. All right. Your next comedian is just a joy and a wonderment to be around. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. <laughs> Thank you very much. My, uh, my dad just had jury duty. He didn't have to do the trial, but he told me that the guy pleaded guilty to threatening the last jury, and I don't think that's the jury duty that you want. I, I, I told him he should ask to be on the jury for the guy who bribed his jury. I feel like that would be a better way to go. All right, we're starting out strong. Let's do some fucking new shit. Um, I, what are we gonna do? I'm glad that superhero stuff is getting more progressive. Like all the movies in Marvel are getting more progressive. They had their first gay superhero. In the Eternals, they had their first Muslim superhero, Miss Marvel. They're actually coming out with a movie about a superhero team of people who have transitioned from male to female, the X-Men. Uh, uh, it, I'm glad they're getting more progressive. It's always funny to me when they have a progressive superhero and people get really mad about it. Uh, like a few years ago, there was this comic strip where Superman was gay and people were getting really mad about it. Like there were these reviews where people were being like, ah, zero stars, unrealistic. I was like, that's the unrealistic part for you? It wasn't the flying or the laser eyes, it was the dick sucking. Okay, I got you. But <laughs> yeah, this joke's only for Brady. Um <laughs> but no, it it's also like I don't think Superman's straight, you know, like just the chiseled abs, the perfect hair, the colorful leotard that he pulls off. I don't think he's straight. He's definitely not gay either. Superman is an alien. He comes from a planet a million light years away. What he's doing with Lois Lane is closer to bestiality. Um, it feels weird that people are getting mad at him. for, for the. It, it kind of feels like if you saw your friend like jump into the chimpanzee exhibit and start sucking its dick, and then you were like, whoa, 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 dude. That chimp is a guy, fucking gay. Uh, I don't I don't think that Krypton blew up. I think that Superman was just like kind of a perv, a little bit of a zoophile, and they're like, you have to get out of here. We're we're kicking you out, Superman. Fuck you, Clark. Alright. 
Um, I I have IBS, just to so you can all know a little bit about me. Um, I have IBS, which was fine during COVID because I was like working from home and the bathroom was you know five seconds away from my desk. But now I'm going into the office and I I have to get up like every half hour. I don't like it that my coworkers are thinking about me, you know, going up and shitting. So I am trying to convince them that I am just addicted to cocaine. Um, you don't even, if you want to do it, it's all, you don't even have to lie to them. Just every time you exit the bathroom, be like, I am not doing cocaine in there. They'll be like, I, I think that guy's doing cocaine in there. Um, I'm trying to sell it though, um, which is tough because I've never done the drug myself. So I'm just doing what I've seen people do in movies. Well, like nose touching, a uh, lot of being like, woo, and like, shit, goddamn, that kind of stuff. Um, pretending to brush my teeth a lot. See that in movies? Every time they do cocaine, they're like, which I think that's actually why they cut cocaine with baking soda sometimes. Like, if people are going to do this, we need to make sure they have some dental hygiene. Uh, do one more. Um, do I have any new ones? That will do. I'm getting sick of these targeted ads on my phone. Like, I feel like search for dinner and there's immediately an ad for Uber Eats that pops up on your phone. Like, stop sending me ads for Panda Express. That's not why I'm looking up hot, nasty Uber. All right, thanks for your time, guys. Josh Josh Gotsky, that's lovely. The targeted ads that I get are always like Christian Mingle. Doesn't make any sense because A, I don't, ha- I don't dating app, and B, just because I say fuck Jesus does not mean. Okay, your next comedian. What what an amazing human being. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Oh, 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 oh. Well, hello, Mutiny Radio. How are we today? Excited it's Friday, another shitty week over with, everyone. I did not, I mean, of all the crazy things going on, I didn't, did not have um, on, my, on my Apocalypse Bingo card, well, Trump and his weird ass, did you hear about this? Donald Trump now has released NFTs. Yes. No, we, no, seriously, like, he had this big announcement, be really big, huge, gigantic. And what he did is he really just, like, he just said they're ninety nine dollars. I just have to ninety nine dollars for an a- for these like really poorly. It's like if like if you imagine you got the shittiest AI you could possibly imagine and fill it with the worst parts of Trump that you could have imagined, and then for ninety nine dollars a pop, ladies and gentlemen, there is no satire left. Comedy is dead, but I'm gonna give it a shot right now. Thank you. Um, I'm also very excited because now um is the wor- is the World Cup over yet? No, it's still going on, right? So we've got young men chasing balls all over a field, my kind of sport. It always excites me to watch it. I mean, I'm certainly watching um, the goal over there. I'm certainly doing that. But um, And I think and it makes me think about other sporting things like this. Um, oh, wait. Start this over again. Ooh. Ah, jeez. I'm just really – it's good to be here, Pam. But um, so I just turned 52, and it's very exciting. And – I'm a big old faggot. I don't know if you can tell. And it made me what I, you know, now I've just reached this age. It made me wonder what I've done with my life. You know, what, what, what have I really contributed? What have I gotten from it? You know, and uh, these existential thoughts. Do we all think of this? We get older, don't we? 
made me think like, God, how many miles of trails are you missing? Are there any other cocksuckers in the room? Yes, girl. Okay, so you you can go. Are you guys lying? You so you are lying, right? Of course. You so you've never sucked a cock. Would you ever suck a cock? Why not? Maybe. What would it take? Real love. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or maybe some maybe some food. I don't know. Okay, so do you enjoy do? You, do you do it for um, power or love? Okay. So now, 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 that, we, now that we've cleared the air, let's do some math. Guys, this is going to be hard, so we're going to try to talk about real inches. So let's say you six, uh, the average cock is what, six inches? You? Six? Okay. Just try to be generous here, my friend. Okay. So let's see, one up, one down, one pass. There's one up, one down that's a foot. See, there are uh, 4,580 feet in a mile, right? Keep going, and I kept doing the math and doing the math, and I came up with like 108,000-odd feet, which is 26.6 miles, which is a marathon, which explains last weekend. Thank you. I feel so close to you all tonight. And I want to share with you the dream of the boys' camp that never was, but could have been. And Lake put a tin me. That was a little something like that. <laughs> oh, I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shore. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Pam. Brady Pearson, everyone. Yay, Brady Pearson. Coming up soon, his new musical, uh, which is going to be great. Little Orphan Fanny. Yeah. I can't wait to hear your rendition of It's a Hard Cock Life again. It's just going to lift my spirits. <laughs> uh, your next comedian, uh, Sam, it's you, because Lauren's not here yet. Put your hands together for the very lovely, nice, funny, wonderful Sam West. Yay! One, right. All right. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm going to do a little bit of new stuff and try reworking. The worst when I say that and then I do stuff that I think is good and I bomb them. I had the worst nickname in high school. My nickname was Piglet. Doesn't sound too bad until you get the context. Both of my parents, police officers. You're wondering how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you when she thinks you're a goddamn Winnie the Pooh character? Or if I was praying to Christopher Robin every night to make it stop. My father, being a police officer, instilled good values within me, you know? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Keep your chin up. You know, pay your taxes. You realize how much pot I had to smoke growing up to undo all of that damage? I can't smoke pot anymore. I get too high, I can't do basic household chores. Last week, I fucked up vacuum cleaning. Here's what happened. Got so high, I had my headphones turned up so loud. I didn't realize that vacuum cleaner was off the entire time. <laughs> Hell yeah. All I could think was, fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. 
got one of those Roomba vacuums recently. You know, and they kind of sketch me out because I think they collect all the data about my house and send it to Amazon. So from time to time, I like to put mine on a treadmill and let it go for a while. I like to think somewhere Jeff Bezos is slowly going crazy trying to figure out why Sam has a four-mile-long hallway in his little apartment. Yeah, my dad was always there for me. Single father for a little while, you know. I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed masturbating. I did what any child would do, called out in terror. He came so fast. Ew, Sam, ew. Sorry about your dad coming. Um, no, we've all seen our dads come. You know, boys in the house, we've all seen that. We've all, not, not dads come, Jesus Christ. We've all seen our dad's dicks. That's what I meant to say. Holy shit, those are different things. Jesus Christ. But, it's, it, it, but, but for real, we've all seen it. You know, it's an integral part of being a man in today's society. You see your dad's cock growing up. So much so that I would argue, humbly, that it should be a mandatory stage in transitioning from female to male, regardless of age, you know? Well, Jerry, the surgery, the paperwork's done. Let's hop on the car, stop by the nursing home, say hi to Pops and make this thing official. All right, that's enough about my dad's dick. Let's, uh, let's move on to some silly one-liners. <laughs> I have a pet alligator with species dysphoria. Whenever he thinks about it, he gets so dis depressed, he starts crying big crocodile tears. Sometimes I wonder if carrots and pumpkins get jealous that oranges won the color. I fucked up the other day on Thanksgiving, put the turkey in the oven at 32 degrees Fahrenheit instead of 320, baked the damn thing frozen. Well, you guys want more dick <laughs> jokes about my dad's dick? Well, lucky, luckily for you, I have one joke about my dad's dick in my back pocket at all times. Uh, my dad cloned himself. Now I can't figure out which dick I came out of. All right, I'll end it with this, okay? Uh, yeah, let's end it with this. I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. That's why I only fuck puppets now. Had to break it off with Pinocchio recently. I really liked him, but he kept making everything too kinky, you know? He said he wanted to role play. He wanted me to be Elmo. I said, fuck it. I do a decent Elmo. Elmo likes that. You know, whatever. I'll fuck around. But he never told me what he was going to be. And I had to find out the hard way when midway through coitus, he turned around and looked at me and said, I'm a real boy. All right, thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sam West, everyone. Yay. He's a real boy. Um, Machine, you're technically on the list, but you just walked in. Do you want to wait a second? Okay, so let's, Um, we have a newcomer to the room. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kapani. Uh, didn't plan for uh, like logistically coming up here and I was like I don't have to wear the jacket because like that guy oh he left he and wore a jacket but like some people didn't you know okay um ripped <laughs> um so something I really love is that the term is a registered sex offender because it implies that there's like 
a wait list that you have to wait on in order to become registered. Um, so I imagine out there somewhere there's a guy and he's like 38 and he pants himself and he's an eight-year-old last year. And he goes home for Christmas and his mom's like, Tommy, you're not good for shit. <laughs> Your brother's a registered felon and you're still on the sex offender wait list. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you couldn't tell, it's my first time coming out tonight. And uh, I really, uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to give this an honest go. So I called my ex-boyfriend and I was like, what should I put in a uh, stand-up set? And he's like, do an impression. People love impressions. In my mind, this is going to be a lot more slick. So, uh, I have a couple of impressions. This is my first one. This is called Getting Onto the Muni Bus. This is called <laughs> This is called being a rich person getting onto the Muni bus. Beep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, there's a chair here now. <laughs> um, I have another impression. It's a Russian woman who just moved to San Francisco. Um, I just moved to San Francisco, and I meet a man. He tells me he works for Google. I say, Google, I love the nose, the overcoat. That's humor, satire. He goes, no, Google. I say, yes, Google. He says, no, Google it. I say, I cannot. Google's dead. Um, <laughs> these, are, these are my <laughs> these, are <laughs> these, these are my friends. I didn't ask them to come. They showed up. <laughs> but I really appreciate it. <laughs> Um, what's next? Put it down. Oh, okay. Um, sex for the first time is a little bit like running on the treadmill while watching Seinfeld because you think <laughs> it's going to be a really great idea, but it's just absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, speaking of my dating life, um, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but like someone asks you number. And they're like, and they're like, hey, I really like the size of your bike tires. <laughs> you want to go for a bike ride sometime? And uh, when he had my phone number, I was like, is this like a platonic hangout or is this a date? Um, right. And so, so we're on the bike ride, and he's like, <coughs> I'm a 31 year old adult man. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say that. You know, the context clues. But. <laughs> Um, we're on the bike ride, and he's like giving me advice for setting up like a work-life balance, and like, oh my god, making friends for the first time. Um, and then I realize that there's a third category outside of platonic and date. There is 31-year adult man who wants to test drive having an adult daughter. <laughs> so at the end of our um, daddy-daughter hangout, he asks me, "Can I give you a hug?" And I'm like, "Okay, sure." And as he's giving me a hug, he whispers in my ear. You're gonna be okay. Thank you. Kabani, everyone. Clap it up for our first time. That's exciting. Yay. Yay. Um, hey, do you wanna wait for a second and chill out? Okay. Um, your next comedian, he's also pretty new to comedy and he's been telling us some pretty wicked awesome stories. Put your hands together, everybody, for Machine. How's it going, everybody? Ah, Lauren, how are you doing there? Nice to see you. 
Um, so I've been telling stories, and I came on the bus on with Ozera there, and I saw somebody turning up in a fucking Tesla last week. Was that one of you comedians turning up in a fucking Tesla? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, we came on the bus. I came with this gentleman on the bus, the 33 all the way from uh, Richmond. I don't look like I'd ride the bus, but the Noonies are awesome. I'm going to have a quick uh, quick wee story about the World Cup that's coming up uh, on uh, Sunday there. Argentina against France. Who do you all want to win? You do? Exactly. <laughs> fuck it. And that's exactly the fucking whole point of this story, is England, motherfuckers, been walking around the world, all those white boys, fucking be, dude, pedophilia and that, the whole, through the whole fucking, the whole world, and still wanting to wor- win the World Cup. Now, d- does anyone know about the 1986 World Cup when the, in the Hand of God by Diego Maradona? You know that? Argentina fucking beat England in the World Cup final. And Diego Maradona, he was six inches shorter than the goalie he was coming up against, Peter Shilton. And he went for the header, put his hand up, fucking hit the ball in with his hand to take them ahead 1-0 and end up winning. They won 2-1 in the end. It's one of the biggest controversies in in World Cup history. But to Diego Maradona's... um, to uh, he 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 coined it by saying, uh, you know the Mal. He said Malvinas at the end of it. I don't know if you know what Malvinas is. It's the Falklands War in nineteen eighty two, where the UK sent their whole fucking fleet over to the Falklands and killed two hundred um, Argentinians with in the General Belgrano with a submarine by putting a. Uh, exclusion zone round that looked like a panhandle. It was supposed to be 200 miles around the, the Falklands, but they put it like that. And it went right round like this to 400 miles out where those soldiers, where those seamen were. Anyway, so, getting back to Argentina. Fucking yes, Argentina. Because France just fucking beat England. And we're all happy about that. Being Scottish, and this Indian gentleman here, I'm sure he's fucking well happy about it too. That England got frickin' uh, got knocked knocked out again. England are the type of country that they always claim that somebody is British once they start winning something. So the last the last white man to win to be the fastest man in the world with no African descent was called Alan Wells, and he's from Scotland. And from seventy eight to eighty four, he was Scottish until. Except for the year 1980, when he won the Olympics as the fastest man in the world. He was the fastest man in the world for all that time. But England decided to claim him as a British just because he was doing so fucking well. Um, so, I'm going to say it. Sorry, all you English fans out there. Fuck English. Sorry. And I've got a lot of English friends. I've got a lot of Irish friends. I was out with one of my English friends last night. I'm actually not going to tell that story because it's a bit too fresh. It's a bit too fucking fresh. Anyway, the Scots, being the fiercest country in the world, you should be claiming yourselves. Gordon Ramsay, born in fucking Scotland in Renfrewshire, he claims himself to be English now just for the fucking title of being fucking English or British. Suck it, Gordon Ramsay. You may be the best chef in the world, but you're fucking Scottish and you should be claiming that. You drop 10 Scotsmen from the Gorbals in any war, Afghanistan, Ukraine, anywhere, drop them in with a shiv, 
and they f- and the fucking war will be over within within ten days. And I'm not even joking. Ten of the hardest motherfuckers on the planet. I'm from the I'm from just up from them twenty miles away. I wouldn't fuck with all ten of them. Nine of them, maybe. Football, soccer is the biggest sport on the planet, but you don't care about it anymore because the U.S. got knocked out. Even though, when the U.S. beat Colombia in uh, what year was that? You know, U.S. beat Colombia in it. Let's say it was '94, uh, and the gentleman who who scored the own goal for Colombia, he got fucking massacred outside a nightclub in Colombia for scoring an own goal. 2-1, the US won 2-1. They still didn't do shit. More people turned up to his funeral, 120,000 people turned up to his funeral, more people than has ever been to a women's world soccer game. Sorry, I just had to drop that one in there. Sorry. Anywho, I'm going to wrap it up there because there's way too much to talk about here. <laughs> there's so much to talk about, it's ridiculous. So, anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is, if you're from fucking Scotland, all you fuckers out there, including Gordon Ramsay, um, claim you're from Scotland, because it gives you a lot more uh, oomph in the world now than saying that you're British or English. I'm going to get slaughtered outside here. Thank you very much. Bye. Yay. Professor Go Argentina. Ma- Professor Machine. Yay. We learned so much about colonization in the World Cup. All right, your next comedian. She's one of my favorite people in San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. Hello. Hi. You would think that when you get to be my age, you wouldn't be so self-conscious and awkward around people. Hi, how you doing? Okay. I know I'm ridiculous. Yesterday I, I met this guy for the first time and we had a little chat. And when we left, when I left, I said, nice seeing you again. But like, what did I fall on my head between hello and goodbye? I know how else I'm ridiculous. I haven't had any, I don't have any um, fashion sense since I left high school. Jeans, sneakers, and low self-worth. It's a look. It's not my fault I don't know how to dress. My mother didn't have any fashion sense either. Her only advice to me was the pretty young bird can wear colors, but the plain fat bird should only wear black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my mother did drugs. But one thing I am good at, and I hate to brag because I'm it's so unbecoming, but I'm an excellent anorexic. Thank you. I'm really good at it. So if you have any food you got had wants to be ignored, I'm your girl. You never hear of anyone pimping themselves out for being an anorexic? Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Lauren, and I'd be happy to lo- help you lose those extra 10 pounds. You want to keep one resolution this year? Hire me, and you'll never look at food the same way again. Okay, thank you. Here's a depressing thought. Wait, we haven't gotten it to it yet. <laughs> I've been clinically depressed more than half my life. Here's an uplifting thought. At last count, 27 of my various therapist kids attended Stanford, Harvard, and Yale. Co- coincidence? 
that's just a long way around saying I've been in therapy forever. Okay. Another depressing thought. I have a BA in English and theater, a master's in creative writing, a teaching credential, and a certificate of completion from Columbia University School of Bartending. All true. And yet I stand before you without a steady job. Here's an uplifting thought. At my last job, I got a free drink ticket. Comedy pays. Thank you. Depressing thought. Most women my age are married or in a relationship, have kids and grandkids, good jobs, nice, nice homes in Walnut Creek or some other dumb place. I am none of those things. Here's an uplifting thought. Most women my age are dead. Oh, I'll have to work on that when I get back to you. Thank you. You don't set out to ruin a day. You don't you smoke one too many blunts, take one too many naps, pee in the kitchen sink, and boom, the whole day is fucked. Then you might as well stay home and not go to the open mic because nobody wants to see an old giraffe telling jokes. Not that one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, what do we end on? Oh, yeah. Um, because I have OCD, people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions. When you have obsessions, you worry a lot. You avoid unlucky things, like raisins. With compulsions, you repeat certain actions over and over. You touch and count on whatever says, touch me, count me. Should you have both, and you obsess all day about your compulsions, then you're fucked. Did I touch the kitchen table? Did I touch the kitchen table? It's Friday. I fight crime on Fridays. Fighting crime. You'd have to be there to see it. All right. Thanks very much. I'm Lauren Crowd. Yay, Lauren Crowd, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right. Your next comedian, another very funny man, runs a show on Wednesdays at Devil's Acre in North Beach. Clap your hands together for Dan Britton. Give it up for Kaplani, who, Kapani? Kapani, who did her first set here tonight. You guys all just saw it. Hey, before you guys get out of here, hang around, because I'm going to reference you all, okay? H hey, how old are you guys? And, okay, okay, okay. Give it up for the 19-year-old who just started sucking dick, everybody. Give it up for the 21-year-old who refuses to suck dick, everybody. <laughs> she needs uh, some luck from you guys. Anyway, sorry. Um, I am just only now starting to write jokes. Machine's going to come out in the middle of this being like, what the fuck is going on out here? But um, this is a joke called neurodiversity. If, if I don't make eye contact with any of you, it's not that I'm not connecting with you. It's just that I'm trying to say this exactly how I wrote it. Um, I'm learning to accept myself as I am. There are so many things that I love about me. I'm a good man. I like spaghetti. These are easy to accept. But there are some things about me I wish that I didn't have. Like, I wish I could get my an itemized receipt for God and just be like, do you mind if I exchange in this addictive personality? Okay, that joke blows. Okay. These things are harder to accept. I'm neurodiverse. Right? My brain doesn't work like yours or like most people's. That's hard to accept. I'm dyslexic and I have ADHD. 
I bounce around from thing to thing, never quite completing anything, all the while being confused by letters and numbers. It's rather dizzying. My, my lifestyle is weirdly reminiscent of Willy Wonka's office. Just a whole spectrum of shit that's halfway done. Oh my god, this is fucking blowing, but I'm gonna... We're all gonna suffer through this. Because <laughs> I need to know if this shit's funny. Any part of it. Okay. I have two planners where some things are written in one but not the other. I'm in the middle of 75 books. Or is it 57? And I get frustrated with myself. I witness my behaviors and, my pass and I ask myself passive-aggressive questions like, and I want to be a father someday? <laughs> I hope to pass on wisdom to the next generation, but no matter how frustrating these parts of me are, it's not fair to get mad at myself because of my brain type. I have to accept the person that I am with love and pride. I'll give you an example. This morning I was having my coffee and I decided I wanted a muffin because I had two al pastor quesadillas for dinner last night and thought, why not? <laughs> Let's just intentionally constipate myself. That way I don't have to worry about using a bathroom all day long. <laughs> this is the logic of a fucking moron. <laughs> so I drive to the bakery, order a muffin, pay for it, get back in the car, drive home. Once I get in my house, I, fi I say, finally, I'm ready to eat my muffin. I look around for a minute, check my pockets, check my car, and I realize I didn't bring a muffin home with me. I forgot it, which means that I must have walked into the bakery, ordered a muffin, paid for it, and then just turned around and left like an insane person. So what do I do? I get back in my car, I drive back to the bakery, find the same cashier, and say out loud to another adult, hey man, I forgot my muffin. The muffin man says, I don't remember you. Like, how could you not remember? I, I was just here 10 minutes ago. This wasn't my bullshit. This was him adding his bullshit onto my bullshit. And I said, let me refresh your memory. Oh, no, no, sorry. He said, Look, man, I sell a lot of muffins to a lot of people. I said, let me refresh your memory. I'm the guy who's going to smash your head through that display case unless you bestow upon me a goddamn muffin. <laughs> Quick note about this. I know that this wasn't a nice thing to say to another person. I didn't even really even want the muffin at this point. I just wanted my quest to get the muffin to be over. Pulse thing fucking blows. Good thing I spent two days writing this. So he gives me the muffin, and I drive home. When I exit the car, my attention is on taking the muffin inside with me. So I get out, close the car door, walk up to, the, to my building, I reach for my keys, and I realize I just locked the keys in my car. So now I'm standing outside in the cold, muffin in hand like a total jerk-off. God, none of these punchlines work. This is when I get angry with myself. I say, God damn it, Daniel, and I smash the muffin on the ground. Now I have what I call a three-pronged problem. I'm stranded out in the cold, can't get in the car, can't get in the house, and once again, I have no muffin. Oh, and the coffee that I had is kicking in, and I'm realizing I have to take a shit. I find myself asking hurtful questions like, what am I, a fucking idiot? 
and I remember I have to come up with an answer rooted in positivity and pride, and I say, I'm not an idiot. I'm neurodiverse. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me. This was awful. Dan Britton. What flavor muffin was it? It was, of course, it was blueberry. That's the best flavor. That's the only worthwhile flavor of muffin, I think. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Azara Malik. Yay! Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Um, uh, you guys, uh, uh, like, you are 21, she's 19, and you're, I believe, 22, right? I recently celebrated my 25th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting things are happening in my life. For example, I'm dating this new girl. She's a conservative Muslim, very orthodox. And we have not done it yet. She wants to wait. Uh, and I completely respect her decision because I love her. I think it's the right thing to do. We have decided to wait until she turns 18. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm a Muslim, uh, which means um, uh, I take showers only on Fridays. Uh, for people who did not get that, uh, Fridays for Muslims is like Sundays for uh, pedophiles. All right, moving on. Um, you know, as, as Muslims, we are not concerned about finding the right person because we have so many cousins to choose from. I mean, even if you do not marry the right one, you can always marry one more sister. That, like, uh, before uh, my parents got married, uh, they were both cousins, actually. How weird is that? That is fucking weird. Um, here's what, here's even worse. My father actually wanted to get married to my aunt, but it did not work out, so he ended up marrying my biological mother. It is, yeah, it is what it is, yeah. This uh, one time, um, I was at my parents' place. Uh, I was sitting in the living room, and there was pin drop silence. My mother was probably in her bedroom sleeping, and I don't know where my father was. And I see an uh, Amazon Alexa device on the table, and I turn it on. And I hear loud moaning voices of a woman having rough sex. And this is my home, and we are super religious. And so I immediately whip out my phone to see if it is connected to my, uh, to the Alexa, and it is not. So I rush to my bedroom, I open the door, and I caught my father watching porn. I mean, immediately I do something, I pull off the cables, and in the meantime, my ma mother walks out, and she's like, what is happening? Uh, what was that? Now I am in a muddle. Do I turn my father in, or do I not? Do I, do I or do I not? So at, on that day, I basically took the blame and saved my ass, saved my father's ass that day. Uh, it was super awkward at the dinner table. I don't get why people consume pornography. I don't get why they find it so appealing. I can only tell you why I like it. <laughs> um, I was a handsome kid growing up, uh, still am. And I never had to pay for sex, not once. Never spent a dime on such things, because we are all cousins. All right, that was a callback. Uh, uh, I am like I grew up in a super religious family, and uh, we were not allowed to talk about sex or even listen to my m music as well. My father was so religious, and so I naturally became curious about what's it like having sex with musicians. 
Like, do they hit a gong at the start of every makeout session? Do they moan in beats? Uh, do they do a drum roll when you're about to come? I don't know. I have a million questions. Uh, musicians in the crowd, call me, all right? All right, that was my time there. Thank you so much. Uzermali. Yay, thanks for coming. All right. Oh, good. Yeah, good luck. Be safe. Thanks for being here. All right, your next comedian just walked in the door. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ajay Damodaran. What does it take to get you out? My mentality is getting My bad, my bad. I, yeah, it was a high crowd work. No, not going to be. <laughs> How you guys doing on a Friday? We doing, we doing good? Sir, I remember you from last time. What was your name again? You were Machine? You have a last name, Machine? Machine. Are you like an R&B singer or some shit? What is this? You have just mod on him. Mill Metal Machine. All right, I'm going to stop talking to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> metal Machine. Jesus. There's something about like communism there. There's something about we're all going to, you're taking over. You're just, you're, you're like a robot basically, right? That's what you're telling us. You are, and you're just learning how to do stand-up and like you're, we're giving you data right now. Fuck out of here, dude. At least be discreet about how you <laughs> steal our crafts. Um, no. Uh, I'm going to do jokes. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm thinking about quitting porn. Call back to Uzair talking about porn. Uh, I think about qu quitting porn because I feel like porn, like, has, like, fucked up, like, the standards of, like, women that I think I can get with. Like, because, like, because porn sites won't stop you from jerking off to women that are definitely out of your league. Right? I feel like that would be like a good solution if you want like healthy porn consumption. It's like anytime you click on a link, it's like no, 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 this is too hot for you. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen, you uh, you're you need to jerk off something a lot in a lot lower jack bracket. Gonna keep it, Pam. I'm gonna keep it. I don't care. I like jack. I like jack bracket. My face is so cold. Um, okay, here let me tell you another joke. Uh, I uh, I went to a steakhouse recently and uh, I got uh, I got roadkill. Like, they had a roadkill on the menu. I was like, I want to try that. And uh, I was really curious because they also said locally sourced. So I was like, that, that sounds sounds healthy. Uh, and the dude's like, fantastic choice. And he brought out, brought me out a liver, just a straight-up liver. I was like, what is this? He's like, yeah, dude, the guy that usually runs over the animals hit a tree. <laughs> I was like, so how is this specialty? He's like, yeah, because it's beer battered. Okay. That's a fantastic joke. I appreciate you guys. Um... I uh, I live with three women, which makes, like, it makes using the restroom really hard because I'm, like, very self-conscious about, like, if they're listening, right? Like, but, like, that's just, I'm never going to fuck them. Like, I'm never going to fuck the women I live with, right? Oh, no. <laughs> no, but uh, they all have friends, though. So, like, I feel like I should do my part to be, like, hey, maybe, like, use your imagination. Maybe he has, like, a massive, you know, right? Like, so anytime they're around, like, I just I, I just make sure, like, pee extra hard. It sounds like I'm packing down there, but uh, <laughs> um, but like shitting is even worse though, cause like I don't want them to hear like what that sounds like coming out of me, right? And we have two bathrooms in this house. One has like a loud fan, and like the other has a bidet, right? Which is it's a dilemma, cause I like I like a clean hassle, but I also like my privacy. The loud fan, but I usually go with a bidet, cause the sound of me like shitting is usually drowned out by the sound of me coming, so. Alright. <laughs> That's the best joke I have tonight, so you guys better fucking like that shit. Okay. No. Um 
I uh, you guys know Outcast, like the 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 rap group, Outcast. Familiar? Lauren, I'll help you out. Don't worry. It's uh, they have this one song. It's called "So Fresh and So Clean." It's like a like it's an R and B song. But there's this one lyric that always gets me. There's a lyric that says, "I love the way that you are. I love the way that you ain't. You so and Frank. Let's hide out in the attic about two weeks." That's that's a real lyric, yeah. So apparently two. That's that's two is just the number of platinum albums you need to write a song about fucking a woman in an attic to protect her from Nazis. That's that's how many platinum albums you need. Okay, you guys have been fun. I'm gonna get out of here. Have a nice night, dude. Yay, Jay Tamadorin. There's two comedians left, everyone. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Sean Durham. Yay! I'm uh I'm injured, so I need a chair tonight. I stepped on a piece of glass that broke off of a bottle of onion powder. Yeah, this is why white people are afraid of seasoning. <laughs> well, that's gonna be my only laugh tonight. I'm gonna get into a new one here. Uh, I uh, I've been watching a lot of murder documentaries, and uh, and they're pretty fun, right? Murder's kind of interesting. But uh, I do feel like we all we do need like a little bit of murder in the world, right? Like we can't have none. Like a little, little bit's good. It's like uh, chocolate, you know. If you eat a little bit of chocolate, it's good for you. You eat too much, and then we get child slavery. Yeah, you know, that's dark chocolate. Um, but uh, but yeah, I uh. I, d I really do think we need like a little bit because I need like the threat of murder to not do some things, you know, like if there was no threat of murder, I would never let people merge in traffic. Cause like, that's really the only thing is me thinking like, what are they going to do to me if I don't let them in? And, uh, I would never pick up poop in my neighborhood. Cause, um, like really when I pick up poop, I'm just thinking of like, uh, my neighbor chasing me down afterwards but all right there's not really anything funny here i'm gonna move on uh but uh yeah i don't think i could be a murderer because i'm a uh, squeamish around blood not for any like moral reasons or consequences just because blood's a little icky but uh yeah where, where else was i going with this oh do you, you guys know how there's like people who pass out from blood? Oh, you're one of them? It must be a rough life, you know? Because I was just like imagining someone's like railing you, you know? And then you just feel them go limp behind you. And you turn around and you're like, oh shit, I started my period. No? Not a good one? Okay. That was a period blood joke. My bad. Um, What else do I want to talk? Oh, ooh, ooh. I I have this uh issue of getting like hard randomly. Uh and it happens a lot when I'm in class, like sitting at my desk. Which is a pretty big issue for me because I'm the teacher of said class. That's the type of laugh we're doing tonight. But uh 
like last time this happened to me, I actually had a kid like raise his hand. He was like, hey, Mr. Darum, can you come over here? <sighs> no, no, I'm trying not to come over here. <laughs> but he just like, he kept egging me on. He wouldn't accept that I wouldn't come over there, you know. So I, I just decided to get angry with him. I didn't know what else to do. And I was like, dude, I'm going to call your parents. And then I did. I said, hey, is this Jimmy's mom? Hey, this is Mr. Darum. Can you talk dirty to me? <laughs> um, by the way, just a little caveat before I get here. I, uh, I, I, I didn't get hard because of my kids. I'm not attracted to my children. They're ugly. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Thank you. Sean Durham, high school, junior high school teacher extraordinaire. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we have uh, a one last comedian, everyone, and he's new to the room. So thanks for sticking around. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for JT. Hell yeah, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for sticking around, dude. Uh, were we all here when that guy was going in about his dad's dick? Yes, right? All right. Most, some of you guys weren't. I'm just... Uh, I'm going to riff on it because it's been sitting in my head. Dude. <laughs> fucking, um, what was it? <laughs> it was sitting in my head for like an hour and now it's gone, dude. Fuck. Um, all right. I, I did see my dad's dick. Uh, I saw it at a urinal. Uh, I mean, because, you know, I was next to him. I wasn't like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Like, I was standing next to him. You think your seeing your dad's dick sucks? Can you imagine, can you imagine like, seeing him do, like, the wiggle after he finishes pissing? That's what I had in mind the whole time, dude. Holy shit. It's going to be a terrible set. Uh, <laughs> I'm home for the holidays, and um, I've just been running into people um, the entire week. Like, I, I was catching up with this one dude that I used to know, and he told me that he, uh, he had to call the suicide hotline, which is incredibly worrying, but that is not the answer to the question, what's new with you, pal? You know what I'm saying? Why are, this is why we catch up instead of talk regularly and also like you can't like <laughs> already going terrible this is like <laughs> i mean you can't like reciprocate with the same energy it's like oh suicide nice well i'm going on walks more you know what i'm saying also like i was wondering there is a like how do you when you an when you call a crisis hotline how do you uh introduce yourself because like there's definitely a wrong way you know what i'm saying it's like, Suicide Hotline, how can I help you? Hey, I mean, you can't do that. You have to, you, 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 you have at least have to start off informal and then get to the, like, man, you ain't gonna believe this. But I've lost everything. Uh, I was fired at my job because I kept doing that accent. I don't see what the big deal is. All I have to do is uh, call potential voters. Uh, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> this is all right. Low stakes. What is this, five of us? We're good, bro. We're chilling. Um... Yeah, I've just been running into weird people that I knew in grade school. Uh, like this one dude, I remember, I ran into CBS. His name was Owen. Uh, back in school, Owen was uh, very religious, uh, and he also had three nipples uh, and other qualities. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it really is how you remember people, right? It's never like 
how they are as people. It's always like their weird quirks. It's not, it's never like, oh, she was such a strong and spirited woman. More like, man, she used to fuck a lot of bartenders. Holy shit. Oh, is she chasing? Um, and like, jeez, <laughs> I'm stalling because I forgot this next part. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's like, I, he, I remember he had three nibbles because he showed it to us. He showed it unprompted, which is always how you want to see birth defects. I mean, I remember he was just like, I have a fucking secret. I'm fucking hideous. And the teacher's like, if you have nothing to share for show and tell, you, just, like, you can sit back down, honestly. It's not even your turn yet. You go tomorrow. Um, every lunch uh, before he started eating, he used to do like a Hail Mary. Dude, I didn't even know that was a religious thing. I thought he was checking to see if they're all still there. Like one hand just peeled off and fall onto the side or something. But like I half expected him to just be like, everyone check your food. That's what I, that's what I honestly imagined. And uh, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God, dude. Um, I'll end on this. Uh, I'm Indian. And growing up, I had to listen to a lot of Bollywood songs. And uh, I just noticed this the other day. A lot of these like songs are like a mix between like English and like Hindi or whatever Indian language. The English part, it's always what Indians think a black person sounds like. You turn it on, it's like, yeah, damn, girl, those moves are cray-cray. It's like, the fuck? What are you, the character in a dance video game? What's wrong with you? And the Indian part... derp 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 Alright, fucking... <laughs> that's how I'm gonna end my set, dude. That's how I'm gonna end my set. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, yeah. Wow. And that was that was cute. It, and there, I mean, maybe ostensibly there's people listening on the internet, but who knows? Um, I don't know if I feel like doing jokes or not. I, uh, I mean, I feel like I should just because, I mean, I have the opportunity. So, I mean, I guess I should run. Um, okay, I'll do that. Yay. That's why it's so cold. We left the door open. That's no, it doesn't matter. We're almost done. It's it just I kept thinking like, why is it so fucking cold in here? And it's because yeah. someone left the door open like an idiot. I know, right? It's just uh, I've been doing a lot of acid lately, trying to get my head straight. Not helping. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been thinking a lot of a lot of real lot of real strange thoughts as I've been uh, walking around the streets on. Acid and I and I feel I feel like a modern day philosopher. I feel a lot like Socrates and I yeah I just compared myself to Socrates. But I I wa I've been walking a lot and I've been thinking a lot, and I realized why Socrates never wrote anything down. It's gonna get us all in trouble because I've been thinking some dark fucked up thoughts. Like I've been very. Very lonely. And do you know the pandemic was hard and we were all like on the streets in despair and walking and confused. And I had a thought and I shouldn't have written it down. And when I thought that thought, I thought I shouldn't write this down. But then I was like, I'm going to write this down. I should write down this thought. But then once I wrote down that thought, I was like, fuck, now it's written down. Now I've got to say it. And the thought uh, was that I'm so bored and so lonely that I want to rip my IUD out with my bare claws and have sex with some random guy so I can get impregnated so I can have an abortion 
just for some free drugs and something to do. Like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so bored. See, I shouldn't have written that down. That's a terrible. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Have the baby. Yeah. No. That's a terrible idea. No, I like drinking. I don't like babies. That's insane. If I had a baby, America, this is crazy, Roe v. Wade, right? America, make me have a baby. This is terrible. I would need some tools um, so I could drill a hole in, uh, in my dude's trunk uh, so the baby would breathe while I'm hanging out at the bar. You see, you put the baby in the trunk. The car, it's safe. Safe place for a baby. No, safe place to breathe. A little sleeping bag. The safest thing I can think of for a baby. Uh, no, I've been thinking terrible, terrible thoughts, weird things too, like just how incredibly selfish men are. Because um, women, we have babies, and then you can pump our boobs, and it's a gland that secretes like liquid with a nutritive and calorative content. Right? This doesn't seem weird to you. Do we eat this? And then also we do it to other animals. We're like, oh, we'll make them have babies and then we'll take their milk. But men naturally can also produce a liquid that has nutritive and calorative content. And before you're thinking I'm advocating for babies sucking dick, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we can collect that, you know, from your nutsack forever. And maybe you actually hold the to solving world hunger. You can, ma well, I mean, because they homogenize and pasteurize the milk, so maybe we should do that with the, the jizz and, and we call it nut butter. It can save everyone. I should never write things down. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Terrible. Thank you, four of you, for staying. I appreciate that. Uh, everybody, have a good night. And you sit back and enjoy it. It's a thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Between love and hate, she gon' fool you one day. The sweetest woman in the world could be the meanest woman in the world. If you make her that way. You keep her now. She keep being quiet. She might be holding something inside. That'll really, really hurt you one day. Here I am laying in the hospital. Bandage from feet to head. In a state of shock. Mutiny Radio FM. This is the Found Round Sound Show, which we're featuring the music from the films of John Hughes. So if you please, please, please listen to the rest of this show, you will dig it.
love. Sex, no drugs, no wine, no 